Hello and welcome to a Burkamp Wonderland, a transfer special. We are here to talk about the transfer of our latest signing, William. Uh, here with me today, I have Daniel, the GFP. Hello, Daniel. Present and correct, sir. And I also have the man whose moustache is uh, less, less said about it, the better. It's Josh. Hey, Carl. It's a lucky moustache. Everybody else can go to hell. Oh, you tell him. We've both got moustaches too, Carl. Yeah, we don't know about ours. Ours are manly ones. <laughs> that's right. You tell him. <laughs> um, so we've just signed William, an ex-Chelsea player, another ex-Chelsea player on our books. Uh, there seems to be a lot of transfers between us and Chelsea. Um, the last two we had, uh, the last one we had wasn't, well, the, I guess the jury's still out about WBs and the one before that, which was Petr Cech. Well, I think the jury's again still out about uh, Petr Cech, to be honest. But uh, the latest signing, William, um, he is Brazilian. He is 32. Uh, he technically plays as a winger. Well, he did play as a winger for Chelsea, whether he'll play for a winger for us is another thing to get to be seen. But Josh, when you heard the news that we was going to sign him or the build-up to when we was going to sign him, what did you think? I didn't want him at all, uh, to be honest. I'm pretty sure I went kind of livid on him uh, that I didn't want a player like him or a player like Coutinho in our squad. I've never really seen the true value of Willian as a winger. Um, his numbers, um, which Danny, I think, will go on to, uh Nothing short of average, I think. Um, yeah, so it wasn't really a player I was looking forward to joining us, uh, but perhaps it's a sign of where Arsenal Football Club are at the moment. Yes, um, I tend to agree with you. Danny, uh, when you heard about the signing of William, what did you think about it? Well, we've not had enough people called William at our club. And then I was corrected and said, it's Willian. I thought, oh, that sounds uh, like the Chelsea player. And I said, yeah. And then when I had a look, and I thought, bloody hell, this bloke's brilliant. Look at all the goals and all the assists he gets. And then someone pointed out to me quite loudly on Twitter, he's a penalty merchant. And I said, yeah, but, but uh, oh, I suppose so. Um, penalties and free kicks and all that other stuff. And I don't want him. Like, I didn't want Arteta as manager. And then I put myself in my place and I remembered... Arteta's the manager, Arteta is the new Wenger, and if Arteta wants him, I want him, and I'm glad he's at the club. Carl, how did you feel? I, I'm kind of like Josh, I don't, I think there's better players out there um, than William that we could acquire. Yes, he was free, and I guess it's something that we'll talk about now, the the wage, I think for, he's, you're looking for experience, and he's got it in abundance, I, I give you that, he's uh, a very good winger, he directs, he runs, but I just don't think that he was going to fit the mode. I do think that there are younger players out there than better than him. I think that we could have scouted the, the world market and, and found someone much better than him. I think us buying 32 year old players who, yes, I give him his credit at Chelsea. He, you know, is fairly injury free to the best of my knowledge. I'm not a Chelsea fan or anything, but no, you're right. You exactly. know, he, he did 42, 49, 49, 41, 55, 56, 45. And it should have been 46, but he didn't play in the FA Cup final because we were having him. And I think that's, you know, as a sign of a player who can play that many games, you no, know, that's, I think that's very, very good. However, you know, when you ever get to the, the wrong side of 30, you do have a, a little bit of decline and plus it's come to Arsenal. So obviously his injuries are 100% going to start happening, aren't they? Because <laughs> it, it's, it's Arsenal, isn't it, unfortunately? Um, Danny, 
Yes. Where do you th- okay? Let's talk about uh, the signing. So obviously, you know, the conspiracy theorists will say he's a Kia Direction player, and we've got another Kia Direction um, signing. We decided think- last night, Carl, just to call him Kia. Oh, okay, Kia. Do you think that's got anything to do with? Uh, how we've got him. I mean, you know, you must have called us uh, Kia FC, the way the amount of players that we're signing from this agent. But do you think that had any influence on us signing him? Well, as uh, Le Grove said in his magnificent blog, somewhere in Arsenal, there's going to be a room with Kia's name on the door or something along those lines. I was just looking at his wages. At, at um, Chelsea, he was on £7.2 million a year. Times that three years, that's £21.3 million. For us, it's £35 million. So I know we didn't pay anything for him and Chelsea paid 30 million quid for him. But it's, uh, it, I think this could be the last one of the legacy of um, Raul and Kia with the players they bring to the club. Coutinho, he's another player. Uh, if people didn't see the show that me and Josh did last night, then congratulations. But maybe go back and have a little look. Let's only listen for the good bits. So that should take you three or four minutes to, to get the, the, the juicy bits of information. But we come to the conclusion that uh, there's been a lot of players coming this direction, mainly because the friendship between the agency, between Kia, between Raul and all the other, the, the little circle, the little uh, solar system of all the bodies and all the agents all around each other that are all going, yeah, you buy him and then now you buy him. You look at the number of times Louise, Louise went um, Chelsea, PSG, Chelsea, and then Arsenal and then all these other ones moving in the same same kind of circle. So, I think this new Tim Lewis bloke is going to get to the bottom of all of this, and this could well be the last one that we see. But he looks like a decent player, like you're saying. He's he's had uh, 50, he's had what? He's 32 now, so he's had 17 years worth of injuries, all going to come at once now. Because I don't think he's been injured much during his entire career. But yeah, it's definitely linked. I mean, I think so. I mean, Josh, do you have any problem with how much we're paying this player? I mean, he's 32 years old, and I think. Uh, well, the Twitterati, they're the ones that uh, obviously know everything, but I think it's in excess of literally a uh, hundred and a thousand. Yeah, I've seen a couple of numbers flying around a hundred thousand with one of them. Uh, the other one I saw was something like 250 grand a week. If it's closer to the hundred grand, uh, then I kind of think, you know what? As Archie said in the chat box, uh, would we be moaning or would I be moaning if uh, we'd signed a defender and a midfielder for it? Danny's just highlighted it for anybody who is watching. I think that's what it is, is I don't really see where William fits into us. He's not good enough to play on the left wing. We've got a Bamiang there uh, at this moment in time. If the plan is to play him in the midfield uh, centrally, then yeah, I could see him working as an eight. And the fact that his numbers from the wing aren't that great, you know what? We can get away with someone not performing uh, as well in the kind of middle of the park. You don't expect a midfielder to give you more than five to eight goals a season, really. And Unless you play for Arsenal, then it's no more than two. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's where I'm kind of trying to find the uh, the positives out of this move. And that that's where, I, yeah, I'm looking for them, Carl. But what about, what about you in terms of the, the money? I mean, unfortunately... I'm going to quote John and to say, it's not my money, spend it how you want. But sometimes you've got to look at it and say, are they spending it wisely? And it goes back to my point where, are you telling me there was no other player in the world that we could get that's better than William and we could pay the William wage to? I mean, yeah, you talk about Premier League experience and uh, what he brings to the side. Yeah, you're right. He is going to bring Premier League experience. He is going to bring an understanding of uh, the game 
where he fits and where he plays, I'm not too sure. Will he play on the wing? I, I don't think so because for me, that's going to stop the progress of Saka. And you've already got Pepe one side, hopefully Saka and Martellini the other side. So um, hopefully it doesn't stop the progress of him. And is he going to play in the middle in the quote-unquote number 10 role? There is a role, but we don't really play that. We, we At the moment, we're playing a 5-3, a 5-2-3 at the moment. So, you know, it, it, I don't know where he's going to fit in. I just hope he doesn't stop the progress of some of our players coming through, the likes of Martellini and, and the likes of Willie. And I still hope, sorry, the likes of Saka, sorry. Um, I, I am hoping that Saka gets all the game time that he uh, deserves because, you know, we, we really wanted to sign that contract. He signed that contract. I just hope we don't have him just sitting on the bench now, but I'm sure Arteta has given Saka assurances to say, you know what, even though we're signing William, you will play. You, you're still that guy. Like, I, I just hope that he doesn't uh, stop the progress of him. Um, going forward, Danny, do you see him playing in the middle? Can you see him making an impact uh, in the middle of the pitch? Because there's no guarantee that we're going to keep Sabios. So can you see him being partnered with Shaka in the middle? I have absolutely no idea. I'm just looking at the transfer market and they say that he's right-footed and the biggest place he plays is on the right-hand side. Now, for some reason, I thought he played left-hand side and was right-footed because uh, then we'd have Pepe who's left-footed and plays on the right-hand side. So I was all a little bit confused by that. But it also says that he can play um, in the second half, the, the top half of the pitch, in the middle of the pitch, and he can also play left-hand side. So I'm not sure a player like that, he'll, he'll come to Arsenal and go, I want a defined position for the entire time that I'm going to be playing there. I think he, he at his age, he's probably going to be more flexible, realises that he's quite lucky to get a move to um, another big club. I know Barcelona are allegedly interested in him and a couple of other teams. But after he leaves us, he'll be 35 years old. He won't be getting, going to another big club. So he's probably going to be more flexible to where he does play. I don't really remember him playing much in, in whatever position he played in for Chelsea because I never took any notice of it. But, yeah, we are going to need someone who is going to be that kind of player who's going to be able to do what, what Ceballos, what um, Ramsey did. Hopefully he'll be able to do what Ramsey did and get up and down um, just like um, Ceballos did. But actually, there's a fucking fly in here. Um, but get goals because we desperately need goals and assists from midfield. So if he can do that... But the worrying thing is, like you were saying, with Saka and with um, Nelson and a couple of the other young kids that we've got, we don't want them not playing because he's going to be playing on those positions. But we all know wingers, when they get older, they tend to drop back into the middle a little bit. We know that Ray Parler, um, one of Arsenal's most famous players of um, the, the golden generation, was a right-sided midfielder, right winger. Then as he got a little bit older, he moved more infield. So maybe he could be. that's an example of what a player of his calibre could do. I mean, I guess it's more dictating the play. Josh, do you think that William could affect the play in the middle of the field? Uh, yeah, I think that's where I think thinking about it, where we'd kind of play him. If you looked at what our, well, what Pep tends to do, we exclude what he did yesterday, likes to play with like two number eights uh, in his side and then a player behind them in a kind of, you know, Rodri or Fernandinho. So I kind of see Willian in that kind of position that if we manage to get Sabios back next season, we might see a midfield of, you know, Xhaka in front of the defence, kind of dictating play with then Sabios and Willian working together in the middle. That's where I kind of see us in a 4-3-3. But until we get to any semblance of pre-season, I'm not really sure, but I don't see him as a winger. 
that's that's one thing I know for sure is that I can't see him taking the place of either, um, yeah, uh, sorry, Pepe or, or Aubameyang. I can't see him starting there. So he must be for another position. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, he comes in wearing the number 12 and he follows such greats as the last person to wear number 12, Stephen Lichsteiner. Anyone remember him? Or Stefan, oh. I say. Bloody hell. Uh, you got his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going yes. to say we completely forgot him, didn't we? we yes, I went straight uh, to Giroud. Stefan Lichsteiner, uh, Oliver Giroud, Thierry Henry for one season when he came back to us. The great Carlos Vela, the old chipmaster himself. And Lauren. Lauren as well, world number 12. And Christopher Ray. I always remember Christopher Ray coming in from when um, in the 98-99 season when uh, I think Burkamp and Ian Wright were both injured and um, so was Anelka. And I remember him coming in scoring a few goals. And I've always liked Christopher Ray and he just never really kicked on and made it Arsenal, did he? Do you want some more, Carl? Carlos Vela? I've said that. You said Carlos Vela? Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Big head. All right. Here you go. Steve Bold. Andy Andy Linnigan. Andy Limpard. David O'Leary. We're really from the same place, aren't we, Daniel? Uh, Myfootballshirts.com. Oh, no, I'm on transfer market. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that's um, uh, good number 12. So William comes in and he that's his number. Um, I, Danny, I'll stick with you. Do you see him starting week in, week out? And I guess that's that all depend on the other players that we sign. Um, someone made a point here. Uh, formerly Noza says, um, is Willian, Willian done the, uh, the Black Eyed Peas way, a substitute for Xhaka? Now, I think that's what maybe Joshua's hinting that he could possibly be. And I think that would be an ideal, ideal um, position for me because I don't want to disrupt the Obama Young left, Pepe right, and then Saka taking over from any of them with uh, Lacazette through the middle. I like that. Whether Lacazette stays or not, I don't know. But he would be the ideal thing for Xhaka because Xhaka hasn't really... He's not a, a defensive midfielder and he's not really... And he's not going to get any... Go- Ever since they've told him, stop shooting from the halfway line, he's not scored goals, he doesn't get assists... This is when someone points out to me that he got a really good assist or a goal, and I'll just ignore it and pretend I didn't read it. But that's uh, that could be the kind of player we need in there. But we do, like you were saying, Josh, the uh, two number eights in the middle of the pitch, because uh, if, if one gets marked out, then the other one can still go and do it, or they can work in tandem together. And that is the only... When you've got a front three of Lacazette, Pepe, and Aubameyang, and they're not getting any creativity from midfield, William could well be the bloke who's going to slot in there and be the one who is going to do the creativity. And another free kick merchant, which is always nice. For me, I think it all depends on the players that we have. Like, like Josh said at the beginning of the preseason, I think you know whether Lacazette stays or goes. I mean, there's still no guarantee that Aubameyang's going to stay. Um, to be honest, so I think what we determined is the players that he has playing around him. Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't really want to play him playing on the wings to stop the progress of all the players we've got coming through. But uh, I think it does depend on whether Sabios definitely does stay or not. I mean, Sabayas, I think he, under Embry, he didn't, he wasn't very good. Um, but as soon as Arteta came along, he, you know, he started dominating midfields and started doing what we wanted him to do, like uh, going beyond the last defender and, you know, being the number eight that we really, really want to. I still remember the, the one goal he scored against, uh, I want to say Sheffield United in the uh, FA Cup. The winner, yeah, it was the winner. Um, so, do you see... Willian being uh, more of an impact sub 
uh, Josh? Uh, it's a great question. Uh, I think it does depend on if we see him as like a central midfielder or as a winger. I think if he's a winger, impact sub, definitely. And the reason we've got him in is, you know, to help the young guys get through to the first team rather than, you know, using him to kind of block out a position. The, the, like, the experience he can give to the likes of Reese Nelson, uh, Saka, uh, Martinelli as well, in terms of how to play on the wing, especially in the Premier League. And, you know, one thing I've begrudged from him is the number of medals he's won as well. Uh, he's got, what, a Champions League with Chelsea, maybe two Champions Leagues? No, they've only got one, haven't they? Yeah, they've only got Chelsea, one. Chelsea, um, got one. bloody French, Josh, I can't help you. Uh, <laughs> a couple of <laughs> FA Cups. I'll go back into it in, in, uh, in English. He has got uh, two Premier Leagues, FA Cup, FA Cup runners-up, League Cup, League Cup runners up, one Champions League, and is Shakhtar Donetsk, one, two, three, four league titles, three cups. So yeah, you're right. He's he's not done too bad. Not done too bad, and at national level, he he's done well as well. Uh, so I think I've got a feeling he might come in as a number eight for us, and uh, that's where I'd see him kind of start for us, whilst we kind of bring through some more midfielders. You know, we've got Joe Willock as well, who I think does have a future with us. I just he needs, you know, he's inconsistent. Let's put it that way. So we need someone who we know Willian isn't necessarily as good as like a peak Willock or a peak uh, Sabios as an option in there. But he's someone that's going to give us a consistent, uh, yeah, a consistent performance. I, I tend so, to agree. Um, do you think that he's gonna? I guess by the time his contract ends, he's got a three-year contract. I, I stick with mm. you, Josh. Do you think that contract was a little bit too long to give a player of that uh, calibre and that age? Or do you think we had to give him that contract for him him to sign with us so he's guaranteed to get that sort of money for three years because it's not like uh, I haven't tripped us up in the past, has it? Uh, I think we're looking in too much into the length of contracts or at least when we're thinking about the length of contract, we're now expecting to have that player for that many years or that many seasons and we know football contracts now don't mean that at all that we'll look to if you want to sell a player on you know you don't want another Aaron Ramsey situation you want them to have loads of time on their contract so if you do need to get rid of them you can uh Danny I misread it he won the Europa League not the Champions League ah uh, there we go thank you thank you uh Bulgarian Bulgarian uh, yeah sorry that's okay. I didn't say it was in uh, French. That's true. It was a European Cup. Uh, but yeah, that's where I kind of... Uh, where was I? I completely... Danny, you've derailed my point. Yeah. my hand up and I was polite. Oh, length of contract. Yes, so the yeah. same with Cedric as well. That his contract is, what, four years? Yeah, it's time to four years. We gave him, and he was 28. So 32 by the time that contract comes to an end. Well, by then for like another two seasons. If we get two seasons out of Cedric, I'd look to then sell him to someone like Sporting Lisbon for, you know, five, six million. Get some money out of him. I think it'll be the same with Willian. Is, yeah, playing for two years, two seasons, maybe even just one season. And then someone else will come in for him. So where you has know, he my- played for Chelsea? He's not always played as a winger, has he? Has he got a his? I should have a look at the transfer market. His- 
his history playing centrally, I believe, is at Shakhtar and uh, Angie, that one, the, yeah. the one that went in Russia. I can't think of a game, but it's across seven seasons at Chelsea of where he played centrally. It was mainly rotation with Hazard and Pedro. And that's where he's mostly been at that time. I can't think of another time where he's, but it's mostly on the wing. Uh, I can't remember any time him playing number 10 for Chelsea, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Carl. So, go on, Josh. Yeah, I was going to say, Chelsea didn't play with a number 10 on top of my head. The, yeah, if, when he would, had come in in 2013, I'm pretty sure Fat Frank would have still been in that midfield. And then they had Eden Hazard, and mm-hmm. Hazard would have played centrally. Uh, and he played as a false nine under Sari. And that's Hazard, that is. And William was out on the wing. So, yeah. Uh, I think a winger, uh, or we might see him at, at number eight. And just start bringing him inside. I found the uh, the answer. This season for Chelsea, right wing, 22 games, six goals, seven assists. Left wing, seven with one goal. Attacking midfielder, five with two goals. Should I have a look at the season before that? Or was that not relevant? I mean, no. I think... Um... I think Arsenal was lacking assists. I think our midfielders were not the best in, I guess, releasing the ball to our strikers. And I think William does will bring that. I think he will bring a, a new creative sort of uh, mentality because I guess the creative midfielder we've got, he's out of flavour and I can't see, well, for the foreseeable, he's not going to be playing um, for us. Um, so William definitely brings uh, a more creative element to the squad, which I think we need because we have players that are very good around us. But I think, you know, you look at our centre midfielders uh, currently at the moment, Gwendouzi, well, you know, there's I, I can't see him ever playing for Arsenal again. And even when he did play, he didn't bring anything to the table. No assists, no goals. Uh, there's that. There's Xhaka who, you know, he's bringing out distributing, uh, breaking up play, but, you know, very rare did he have an assist and very rare did he score. So by us, he, for all his effort and, and, and will, he tried, but, you know, he didn't score that many goals. So I guess creatively in the centre midfielder, we just need something new and maybe that's what William brings to us. Looking at last season, he played 50% of his games on the left wing and 50 on the right wing. And then, but 17-18, um, Attacking midfielder, he played 21 games, five goals, seven assists, and then he played second striker five times and right winger seven. So that was only two seasons ago. He was playing in that kind of uh, second striker attacking midfielder role. I mean, Which, yeah, let's I mean, hope that um, his performances that you know he had for Chelsea. I mean, I can't, I can, I can remember some of his free kicks. That's for sure. Um, but anything else. I don't really remember because I don't really watch Chelsea that much. Mm. But I mean, in his um, in his time at Chelsea, he's, he's done well. He's a, he's a player that you know he's he's always one of the first names on the team sheet. So you know, if you're gonna be able to do that for Chelsea, you can't really complain, can you? It's uh, three hundred and thirty-nine games, sixty-three goals. That's that's quite good, to be honest. Um, so. As much as I, you know, I'll be sit here and I don't really, I can say that I don't really, really want him. Um, you know, let's, let's wait and see what he brings. He could be pretty for us. And like I said, I don't mind him 
coming into the squad just as long as he doesn't block the progress of our some of our youngsters coming through. And maybe he's just there to kind of teach them, work with Martellini. You know, he's injured at the moment. And I think they said Martellini's return is, I want to say, the end of the year. Did they put it back? Or was it the end of the season? No, sorry. The end of the um, October. I can't remember what they said. I'm sure they said the end of the year because they had a setback. He, says he should be back. Uh, no return date. Um, uh, the quote was, we'll continue recovery throughout the closed season with the aim of a full return by the end of 2020. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. So, yeah, so I guess, you know, William's going to come in and hopefully he'll share. I mean, like I said, we don't know what's happening with Lacazette. I mm. personally would like to see if um, Aubameyang stays, I want to see him play in the middle. However, if he doesn't, then I think William will share um, that left-hand role with Aubameyang and also Saka. I mean, I can see... The, we are signing Willian will f- make Aubameyang then play in the middle now because he's got Doesn't that mean uh, will go? who knows he could be the backup striker I mean no, to Eddie bad. whether Eddie stays or not um, do we think Eddie needs another loan I mean that's a, mm-hmm. a time for another show and uh, we did it on a, on a podcast but yeah uh, there's a lot to you know to think about but you know in summing up Danny, how do you think that he will fare at Arsenal? We are in a, a time of transition of players that have been here for a while that haven't really lived up to what we need and a fantastic group of youngsters coming through. And hopefully in years to come, we will look back at the William transfer, the two or three seasons that he was here. He played all over the place. He was... Um, instrumental in um, bringing through the younger players he, we got assists from him we got goals from him and it was uh we look back yeah that was a decent transfer from them it was uh i mean check you look back at that that was it wasn't too bad i mean the death nail in his career was emery deciding to play out from the back um louise louise is another one that is from chelsea that we uh, look at we look at that and go well he's had some really good games but he's also had some clangers I think for William, there'll be less room for him to make errors. So he will be harsh and judged a lot less harshly than the, the other two recent Chelsea pensioners that we signed. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be, he's got a creative flair. And I think he's going to be the close to the 20th Brazilian who has been on Arsenal's books, which is a, another thing that I'm going to update my list with. But, yeah, I think it's going to turn out to be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Josh? I think I'd give it probably about somewhere between a five and a six out of ten. Uh, probably a six in terms of like initial kind of thoughts. So just, you know, biding my time waiting for, to see what happens really. Uh, Cause as I say, prior to him moving to us, I didn't really see the, uh, the hype. So as Danny uh, kills a, a fly or tries to kill a fly and doesn't put himself on mute whilst he does it ever the professional. <laughs> <laughs> Just Daniel for you, in it. Um, we got some questions, Josh. Do you want to take the questions? I'll put in the chat. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I can ask one to. Well, I'll send to you, Carl, because you've been hosting. So from Dave Atkinson, uh, if we play a front three of Abamyang, Lacazette, and Pepe, how do you think Saka gets into the team? I think you got to account that Saka's quite young and he's still learning the game. He's not someone who's going to play week in, week out, and you're forgetting that this is Arsenal. We are an injury-prone team, so there's guaranteed that people are going to get injured. I think um, 
Aubameyang, who's a phenomenal athlete, and if he does stay, you know, as much as we want to, we can't play him week in, week out. So you're going to be rotating, rotating with him on the left, um, with him playing up front with Lacazette. So us having options is, is is still really, really good. But Saka coming in, I think you need to remember he's only 19. Uh, he's very, very young. So he's got a lot to learn and he cannot play week in, week out as much as we want him to. Yeah, that, that makes sense for me as well. And I think we saw Saka play a little bit in the middle as well, didn't we? In the midfield uh, when Arteta came in. So it might be that we see him move slightly further back as well. Uh, Danny, a question for you as well uh, from Julian Salmon. If we do struggle to sign a centre-back, do you think John Stones on a season-long loan wouldn't be a bad idea? Well, uh, yeah. Do you think it would be a good idea? That bloke is severely lacking in confidence. He was the he was the cock of the walk, I think. King of the walk, king of the cock, cock of the king. There's some uh, mix-up of words like that. What am I trying to say, Josh? Cock of the walk. Uh, king of yeah. the castle. This is when the, the male chicken is strutting around like he's in charge at Everton. And we thought, yeah, that bloke's going to be really decent. And then what happens? He was he was a big fish in a little pond. He's gone to Man City. Things haven't worked out. He's got absolutely no confidence. And Man City already, I think they've replaced him once. They were going to replace him again. If uh, the, the, the rumours are true, the players are going to be coming in, then they, he is not going to be wanted. And I don't really feel that. Of course, they can afford it. They'll just get a, 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 another um, one of the, their friends in uh, the Dubai or the them. Am I waffling? No, just be careful what you're going to say. Yeah, it's going to get another shop there to like um, a switch <laughs> there to sponsor Man City's training kit for five hundred million pounds. That's what I was going to say. I was just thinking of sweets, and it put me off. <laughs> I want to die. Yeah, so uh, they want rid. Of, they want rid of him. And do we want a player who's going to have to drop down to playing in the Europa League? Who's who's once you've peaked. And you've made it to the top of the place you're going to make in your career. Do you? Is he really going to give it his all when he's coming to play for Arsenal? Is he? Or is he going to be like a few other players that we've had that are on loan that are going to be? Oh dear, wish we hadn't bothered. You should have stayed where you were. I guess I the incentive think. for that is if he did come to us, the incentive is he's going to want to try and get into the England squad for next year, and he's got a whole year to try and change uh, Gareth Southgate's mind. And if he's playing regularly, which with the amount of centre-backs we have, uh, I don't think we're going to have anyone playing regularly, to be honest, unless we find a very decent partnership. Um, obviously, we're going to get rid of some, but the ones that are going to stay, whether he's good enough to play with, I don't know. Um, do we need any more Do we need any more right-footed centre-backs? I don't think so. Um, I'm sure he's right-footed. Yeah, no, that was going to be my point as well, Carl. Is no, he's right-footed. still Carl's ideas. <laughs> you just messing yourself with no idea how to answer this question and now you're saying this yeah well, I don't think we need any right foot centre back yeah. so to be honest you know we've got so so many we've got Holding Chambers Louise um, you know just to name some of them uh, Mustafi um, you know uh, unless we get rid of a whole load of them yeah. which we are going to have to sell I would say minimum of two centre backs uh, that we've got um, we're seeing it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to do it this season. We've got um, Mustafi, Louise, and Socrates all in their last year of their contracts as well. I think Socrates is off. To be honest with Mustafi, and people might hate me, I think he's playing for a new contract. To be honest, yes, he plays well enough. Yeah, that's what I think. If he plays well enough, I don't 
I wouldn't begrudge him getting a new contract, let's put it that way. And we've got Saliba coming through as well. John Stones is only going to get in the way. And we've got Holding, Chambers, all right-footed. So there's so much cover. I wouldn't say competition because some of them you wouldn't <laughs> say are that competitive. There's not a word for it. Yeah, look at that. Jimmy H has put in there. Jimmy, who is one of the only living human, he can stand up and give himself a high five. The only living human who actually interacts with us on Facebook. We are on Facebook, people. And every time we do a show, we put a poster. And I was talking to Jimmy on there yesterday about it. I actually, I said, I said thank you. And uh, I gave him I gave him a little heart emoji thing. He says, uh, Chambers is a Fulham target. Now, when Fulham went down, Chambers was on loan there, played right back, centre back, defensive midfielder. And he was one of their best players, wasn't he? So that could be an avenue to get rid of him. Could do with 25 quid. That's one that could go. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. Uh, I don't know where else we're going to go from this, are we? Because uh, that was the end of the questions. So, Carl, yeah. I think we're going to try and get this one under the 36 minutes we had from yesterday. We can't do that. We had complaints. It was only 36 minutes. Carl, going anywhere nice for your holidays this year? No. It's fucking the world's full of... Co- oh, sorry. sorry. The world's full of COVID. So, um, no, I'm staying here. I'm going to replace my car um, this week and then do nothing. Watch Arsenal um, try and sign another centre-back, apparently, but, you know, that's a a show for another time. So we'll go from there. So I think it's time to wrap it up, I think. Bloody hell. These people have got all their food out and are in the bath and they're ready to spend a a two-hour sesh with us, taking 10 minutes to get to the bloody point. Oh, that's just me. We're done. Danny, nobody wants to see you in a bath again. We've got no. pictures and um, it's frightening. It is. Well then. Well, yes, uh, until Arsenal sign another player, which apparently Messi's leaving Barcelona. Listen, I'm not I, I'm not saying I'm ITK. However, <laughs> I did call uh, Raul leaving. I'm just putting it out there. And my sources tell me that Messi could be heading to North London. I'm not that side. That, I'm, I'm not. I can't. I can't say any more. Have you but... been talking to the Arsenal gerbil? Because that person <laughs> seems to know stuff. No, but I did oh. have a KFC the other day, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, anyway. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, you're in the show, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, Danny, thank you. Uh, you're always here, but you have to be here, so thank you. I'm the button monkey, and I am buttoning as we speak. Thanks, Carl. No worries, Josh. I will see you later. And thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Uh, Yeah, no, it's been great to be on and to podcast with Carl again. It's been great after having, what, a two-hour chat of, well, I wouldn't say a two-hour chat. It was two hours of us listening to Chris. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we had a little meeting, the uh, the, the, the main people at ABW now, because uh, there's uh, seven of us. And the first thing was me, is us three, Chris and Ellis. And the first thing I said, has anybody here got problems with bullying? And Ellis put his hand up and we told him to shut up and put his hand down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made lots of new, new decisions and new plans, which we will talk about in a later podcast. So you shut this down whenever you want. Indeed. So I will we'll say thank you to everyone listening. Thank you to everyone watching. Uh, let's hope William is a great signing for us. And, you know, we'll give him the support that we want until the first game when he doesn't score and we call him shit uh, Chelsea reject and should never have signed for us. Uh, on that note, Danny, press the button. I will see everyone later. Goodbye. Hashtag fuck Alice. That's right. 
as soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>